Rokatov, we're doing the second of the Haftarot of the Consolation of the of the Nikumin that followed Tisha B'Av. Last week was Nachamu. We continue in Yeshaya. We said almost all of them are from Yeshaya, or all of them are from Yeshaya. I think Yeshaya is probably the most uh, represented book of Navi in our Haftarot, if, not, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, just from, just from the fact that pretty much we're, we're always reading him in these Haftarot, I, I have a feeling that he is the most represented Navi, and there's a good reason. He has um, some of the... No, no, I mean, if you look, you could read, you could read uh, Sefer Yeshaya, and you could read Yirmiya, and you could compare the language. Yirmiya is a lot easier. It's a, lot, it's a little bit less poetic, and Yeshaya is a lot more sophisticated. They say Yeshaya Hanavi was part of like the higher echelons of society, while Yirmiya was like a lowly shepherd. And it, it manifests itself in the way they, they wrote and their language. So Yeshaya is beautiful, sophisticated language. This Haftarah is honestly a, a personal favorite. It's, it's absolutely beautiful. And there's some deep ideas in it that we'll be able to talk about. Uh, let's, it is in Perak Memtet. And it starts in Pasuk Yud Dalid. So it's Perak Mem Tet of Yishayab. Starts Yud Dalid, but you could find it as the Haftarah for Parashat Ekev. Matomer Tzion, Azavani Adonai. Adonai Shechaihani. Tzion says, so in this Haftarah, just so you could understand, Tzion is representing is Israel, and, it, and it's being represented as a woman who has lost her children and her husband. Okay. That is what the, the whole basis of this Haftarah. Yeah, it's a widow slash a woman who lost her kids, or shikula, as she's called. Okay, shikula is the word you have in Tanakh for a woman who loses her kids, chas v'shalom. Okay, so v'atomer tzion azavani adonai, v'adonai, maybe it's... Azavani Elohim. Azavani Elohim, it says that there? No. Because I don't have it. No, I think because of the Atnach, you don't have to do it. Oh, yeah? Okay. It's Azavani Adonai, and then it's a pause. That's in the, mostly in the Telim. The Atnach. No, no, because, because of the Atnach. The Atnach separates. So it's Azavani Adonai. It's like an end of a Pasuk. You're allowed to have Adonai, and then Adonai again, in two separate Pasukim. So it's like almost two separate clauses here. So, Atomar Tzion Azavani Adonai, Adonai Shechachani. Tzion says, God has left me, and God has forgotten me. Hatishkach, now God speaks. Hatishkach Isha Ulah, Merechem Medbitnah, would a woman forget the, the, her, uh, her child, the one that came from her womb? Even if this woman would forget, I won't forget, says Hashem. Meaning, the widow Israel thinks that God has left her. And then Hashem answers, do you think a woman would forget her own child? I will. I have a less chance of forgetting Israel that a woman has of forgetting her own child. Beautiful. No, it's beautiful. It's it's a beautiful uh, thing. Hen al kapaim tamid. Behold, I have etched you onto my palms, and your walls are before me always. Meaning, God, it's like uh, God, we're, we're like this we've been engraved. We, yeah, engraved. we're engraved into God's hands, right? And the chomotach and the walls. Of Yerushalayim or, or of Israel are before me always, which is part of that extra hashkacha, that extra oversight that God has over the land. Of, psh, wow, what an honor! What an honor! Unbelievable! Uh, we're doing the haftarah of Parashat Ekev. Haftarah. We study the haftarah first throughout the, in the week, and then we get to the parasha afterwards. So, so he says, 
you're etched onto my hands, your walls are before me always. This is part of the idea that God has extra oversight over the land of Israel and he, and he looks at Israel more closely. That's why Chomotayach Negdi Tamid. proven. Yeah, yeah, of course it's proven. <laughs> the walls are before me always, exactly. Today. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, there isn't much that goes on in New Zealand, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but in Israel, there's Hashem always has something, something there. Miharu banaich, miharasaich umachrivaich, mimech yetzeu. Your, your sons will rush and your destroyers will leave you. Meaning that, that Israel feels like she's abandoned, but no, your kids are coming back and those who are bad to you are leaving. Okay, but this is a very interesting pasuk because it, like it has like a dual meaning. I, I gave it, I, I translated it according to the Peshat. Okay, the pasuk reads, I'm going to translate very literally. Your sons are rushing. Your destroyers and your uh, destroyers. Your spoil. He says, yeah, your spoilers and your destroyers. Your spoilers and and your destroyers must depart. Come from you. Will come from you or will leave from you. Okay. So the chachamim give a little bit of a hint here. They say, what does it mean? Your destroyers and your spoils will leave from you. So the peshat is. That they will leave you, meaning they're, they're going to, they were standing at the gates trying to cause damage, now they're going to leave. But the deeper idea is that, who are the biggest enemies of the Jewish people? Jewish people. Jewish people themselves. Jewish people themselves. The, the, your spoilers and your destroyers will come from you, meaning they're going to be Jewish people that are always the worst. And you see today, who is the biggest uh, anti-Semite today? is a guy named George Soros, right? He's the biggest... He, has, he funds more anti-Israel activity than any other human being on the planet. And there's a reason for it, by the way. There's a reason for it. Um, pe- people don't understand this about the, the psychology behind self-hatred, but it stems from a very, very deep-rooted fear. So what happens to, pe- what happens to Jews, unfortunately, like you have, by the way, also the biggest anti-Semites in the academia, men named Norman Finkelstein, Yemach Shemo, and Noam Chomsky. Noam Chomsky. These are two of the biggest anti-Semites in academia, and they're also they're also Jewish. Norman Finkelstein, the guy. Paul Krugman, the writer for. Uh, and Paul Krugman is another one of those. He's, he's another uh, he's another disgusting person. So, um, what's the psychology of self hatred? Why do these people hate hate themselves? Hate the Jewish people so much? So what happens is that these people go through the trauma of of being hated by the goyim, and now what happens when you're hated by the goyim and you develop a fear of the goyim? Instead of standing up strong and defending yourself, you say, A, there must be something wrong with me. B, what can I do so that they won't hate me anymore? So then these people, they go to extremes to show that they're not Jewish because of how scared they are of being Jewish. So let's say it's the equivalent, let's say, of like a Nazi coming and knocking on someone's door and he claims that he's a Christian in order that, that the Nazi doesn't kill him, right? It's the same thing happening today in a, in a, more, in a more shrouded way. It's like the, the, they're so scared of the goyim that they say, we're going to act, act extra non-Jewish so that one day when the Holocaust comes again, they're, not going, to consi- they're going to consider me one of their own. You know, it's a way of proving that they're not Jewish because of that very deep-seated fear. And that's why you see these people, it's like, they're like, 
what's their problem? Like, why are they so... They go out of their way. They go out of their way. It's like they make their lives difficult. To it's because... To more yeah, more. It's because they're so scared. It stems from like a trauma. And a lot of these people, by the way, they're, they're sons of Holocaust survivors. Yes, you know, they've been traumatized by an extreme... But is this something you actually read about that people say? Or is it your opinion or some opinions? This is, this is my opinion on where it comes it's from. Yeah, it's my opinion on where it comes from. But I'm, pro- I, I'm, I'm willing to bet... Look, I met people that... Did I, I'm willing, I'm willing like, like why do you think George Soros is like this? George no, Soros is like this? If Bashadis changed their names, we have treated. We have generational trauma in our community because they have to survive. We ended up saying we have that. Because I want to say, yeah, yeah, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. It's my morning routine. I'm not saying that anybody who goes through trauma of being hated by a goy is going to end up becoming a self-hating Jew. I'm saying that for some people who don't have the backbone to stand up for their values, they end up turning against themselves so that they can side with their haters. So you're the Jews in Israel, the liberal Jews in Israel, who are for you know, undermining Israel, you think all those people also are feeling the same way? No, no, I don't know if it's all the same. I'm saying, that, I'm not saying it's a blanket rule. No, uh, there, general. Not everybody. There, there's, you'll see, for sure, the ones yeah. in America, like the academic, like, like Norman Finkelstein, and then these, these Yemak Shimam, these terrible people, that I, I think that's a big psychology that plays into it. They're almost, it's like a, a trump, because, because when you look at them, their behavior doesn't make sense. It's, they're too motivated. It's like, just go live your life. It's their mission in life to, to, to downplay their own people. Almost, but there is also the ones that are like, why do we have a problem? So, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to be a devil's advocate. I'm going to say something that I hope it doesn't sound bad. Do you remember when oh, you were too young? When we came to America, Mashadis had a tendency of disliking and staying away, making fun of it was almost the same way. We shunned them. To this day, a lot of people do. Orthodox, it was the Chizanina. So we say it. Mashari say it. Am I right? I don't know. Right. No, I don't know. It's almost the same thing because we are also talking about the same way about other Jews. We say, you know, Dozdan, you know, Inan, they take advantage of Judaism, the Hasidic, Bumidan, Chasifan. But you that's know. different. It's, no, we don't go no, out of our no, way. They're Jewish. They're but Jewish. we don't go out we of our, our way. But we don't go out of our way to hurt them. No, it's not the same. I think it has the same time. I don't know. They say the same thing about I don't know if I agree. They go out of the way to... They're ashamed of Jews. I don't know if I agree. Here it's off topic because here... No, you know what I think that stems from? That's if you want to, if you want to think, I think that may stem from insecurity on our part. Yeah. I think a lot of Mashadis say we don't keep enough, we're not keeping religion enough. So then you say, oh, you see, the religious people are crazy. So then you you, you absolve yourself from having to keep the religion. That's what I'm saying. But that fits my point. I'm saying, I'm saying, whenever you guys were here, there was a lot less religion. So everybody's like. We've given up on the tradition of our forefathers. Look at all these. Yeah, but so you want to make yourself. You're making your own you, point. You don't want to make yourself feel bad. So you say, okay, religious people are crazy. Now, if you were to admit that they're intelligent and they're smart, then you have to answer the question. Hold on. Why am I forgetting yes. my traditions? Why am I not doing Look at me. Why am I not doing I anything? I was maybe 20, 25 years ago. I was the one who would have never thought I would be into this. People change. But it's almost the same. I know people the way, change. The way you're saying it. You're saying whenever, but you're describing the situation when you guys came here, nobody was religious, and you started hating the Hasidim. I think probably it's some term insecurity. Mm-hmm. They say mm-hmm. if if you're secure, you say I'm keeping. Jewish, we were scared. Maybe, but I'm saying if you're very secure about your religion, you say I know I keep enough. Then no, I see it. I see it with people like look. I'm I'm a little bit more modern. 
right? And and there are people in my and sometimes maybe I, I don't know I'm I'm uh, at fault of doing it myself also. We we downplay the people who are more right than, than us, more more extreme than us, or more uh, more Haredi as they would call them, right? So a lot of that could stem from the fact that maybe we feel like we're too modern, or that we feel like like we're not keeping enough. And then we want to downplay them and, and call them stupid so that we absolve ourselves from having to live to their standards. You know, a lot of it, a lot of stuff. Now, in an extreme way, the same thing is happening with the self-hating Jews. Or, or maybe there's even more. I, and I, I think with the self-hating Jews, it's more the trauma of yes, the wanting trauma. to side. You yes. want to side with the goyim. So they, when, the, when the next Holocaust comes... mission to... Yeah, it's too much. When the, when the next Holocaust comes, you want, they want to be accepted, you know? Okay, see, and, and you know what, the irony is that Borei Olam never lets it work out like that. You know, the Nazis would, would look for these people and they would hunt them down. And I, I don't think... Extremely, they and, did. Yeah, they in did. The, in the Holocaust, and, and they did. Because they, they, made, up, it, they, they made it... They went after the reform They made it first. a race thing. They made it you a race know. thing. And, and look, and you see the same th- same way George Soros is funding all of these, uh, these anti-Semites today. These same people are going to come and try to take all of his wealth and they're going to say, he, you know, uh, these are all people that That's he's funding. The are all, like, yeah. the yeah. Hitler killed people that are one quarter Jewish. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, these people always get, they always get hurt at the end. Okay, a very interesting discussion, but that, that pretty much took a whole uh, class. No, 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 I mean, it, it's good. We, we have to, you know, I think it makes it enjoyable. Look around and see all of your kids have come back to you. This is, what, this is talking to Israel, right? All of your kids have come back to you. You're going to wear them like, like clothing and you're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to put them on like a bride. You know, it's like, a, it's like an honorable wearing of back of your kids. It's like we, we are like the clothing for for Israel. Yeah, it says even jewelry. jewelry. Yeah, like jewelry. Ka'adi is jewelry, exactly. And Adonis. And your, your desolate cities and the cities that, are, uh, that were broken down and all the cities that have been ruined, now it's going to be too tsar, too, too packed, that nobody's going to have room to live there. And those who cause you damage are going to stay away. Then your kids are going to come to you and they're going to say, There's no room in Israel. We need a place, we need to make room for me so I could sit. Now Israel then says, The land of Israel, who is the woman in this metaphor, mm-hmm. says, who, who gave birth to all these kids? Where did these kids come from? I was bereaved. I had no kids and I was alone. I was exiled and I was, I was on, a, on another path. Who raised these kids? I was alone. Where were these kids? Where, where were all these kids this whole time? Meaning in a good way. In a good way as if like, I, I can't believe this is happening. This is amazing. And you, you know, you kind of see it today. Imagine Israel. Imagine Israel, the land of Israel was like a, a human being with emotions, okay? And for like 2,000 years, just waiting around. There's nothing going on, deserted. nothing going on. Utterly deserted. And all of a sudden, like 6 million Jews come back and build the country up. It's like, happening oh. now. Where yeah, no, you? of course where, it's where, happening where, now. Where, now. Yeah, where, where, where were you? This, this is all after that. Yeah, this right. is in Yeshaya. Yeshaya, you find, you find today. This is happening now. Yeah, yeah. You, you find today's experiences manifest themselves in the Nevi'im. So, by the way, the secular Zionists who were anti-religion, they lived by the Tanakh. 
they lived by it because they felt like they were completing this mission of coming back. You know, yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing. You you want to cry? You see? You this see? Is this is yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, okay, la- last paragraph, and then I'll let you guys go to, well, to Shachari. Well, we have a little bit of time, no? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Don't worry. Right, right, right. Nobody's going anywhere. I think Leon also has to say Kaddish. You guys, could, uh, brothers, brothers in arms. Twenty-two. So God says, uh, "I will raise my hand to the goyim, and I'm going to raise my banner to the goyim." And then what are they going to do? Meaning, God is giving them like a like a He's showing them where to lead, where to come to. Okay, and then what are the goyim going to respond? Bring your sons. Then they're going to bring your kids in the edge of their shirt. The chotzen is the is the edge of their of their clothing. You could use it as a pocket. Okay, that's the chotzen. And your daughters, they're going to bring them up on their shoulders. Meaning, they're going to carry them for you. Meaning, the goyim are going to help the Jews come back to Israel. I, I don't know when this happened. Hopefully, it will it'll still happen. Okay. We have still to go. America, yeah, we still have to go. America and, you know, and England allowed the state of Israel to happen. Right, you think, may no, what I was saying is maybe that, the fact that it is through America, the goyim allows for us to work, have the state. They do a lot of work. They, they the Christians of, are the biggest supporters maybe, of Israel. Yeah. yeah. They're helping that us go back. God they, bless them. Evangelicals, they support a lot. They, they yeah. donate a lot. You know, and people, a lot of people say they have, they have ulterior motives, which probably a lot of them do. Okay. But I think a lot, but I think a lot of them don't. Are, I, think, I, the think people, I think people like Mike Pence aren't, aren't thinking of the second coming. I think they're genuinely yeah. good, decent human beings. Yeah, they're, they're, I've I th- I think to many, many religious Christians. They believe in it. I've had in their conversation. They believe in Israel. They respect Israel. But they're only saying, they feel it to me. You guys are holding on to Israel, and you realize when the second coming comes that you will become like us and become Christian. I know, I know, I know. They believe that. Let them think that. But I don't think I don't think all of them. I I think Mike Pence, for for example, I think he's actually a very good man. Anyways, let's just finish this paragraph. Wow. And then your and then their kings amongst the goyim will be your servants. Yes. And the, the princes and the exactly and their princes the princesses or the princes will be your nurses. They'll bow their face to the ground before you. And they will lick the dust of your feet. And you will know that I am Hashem, that the people who believe in me never wither. So that is beautiful, beautiful Aftarah. We continue and tomorrow. Yeah, it's a very long one. This is, no, this is Yeshaya Hanavi. Yeshaya Hanavi. Of course, this was written 5,000 I'll tell you when this was, this was written in the 7th century BC. 7th century, 2700 years. So, uh, yeah, 2020. And this is Yeshaya Hanavi who, who was during the, there is no reason for him to say this other than the fact that he had Nevoah because he was not during a good time in Jewish history. He was during the Assyrian conquest of the northern lands of Israel, yeah. of the of, the, of Israel the tribe. So, so the, it wasn't uh, the, the second wasn't was not built yet. No, no, this is, not a, this, is this is before the destruction Historia. of the first one when we were on the downward spiral already. So, Historia. the second one was 68 actually.